Well, there was somebody in the uh, YouTube comments that hates this so much. But hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, because it's our podcast. <laughs> you can do whatever intro we want. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. Okay, so today I kind of wanted to talk about quite a few things. I can't stop looking at your nails. Alyssa has her nails done for the first time in like actual months. Literal months because I was boxing and then I hurt my wrist boxing and then now the nail salon is open and I'm like, hi. It's like I just got engaged and like can't stop like (laughs) using my hands, (laughs) but I didn't get engaged just so everybody knows. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to talk about quite a few topics, but like surrounding the same like overarching topic which is relationships, but from a little bit of a different standpoint that I think what people have been like asking for. (laughs) I took what people were asking for, did the opposite, (laughs) ran in the opposite direction. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And this kind of came about because I know quite a few um, couples and throuples and stuff like that who don't have what I guess society would consider like a traditional relationship. So they either have multiple partners or they're married and they have a boyfriend together or they're married and each of them have separate partners as well. And I was kind of, that kind of got me thinking about a conversation that I had with my dad when I was in college with him. For those of you who don't know, I did go to college with my dad. Uh, (laughs) That's a story for another time. (laughs) But anyway, we took psychology together and um, he was asking me kind of about how I felt about marriage and stuff like that. And I was quite young at the time. I think I was still 19 and I didn't know if I ever wanted to get married. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, I, I think this probably stems from the fact that my parents are divorced. So I don't know if that's the case, but I do feel like the way that you grow up does influence somehow like how you view relationships. Wow, your eyes are beautiful. Well, you did a little color pop situation. You know. (laughs) We're both just like getting like so distracted by each other. It's like we haven't like put on real clothing and makeup for like so long. It looks like your hair looks, oh my God. I'm like, I brushed it today. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I was talking to my dad about marriage and I just feel like Hmm, I just have so many feelings about like the traditional relationship and obviously I'm in like what what one could call a traditional relationship where we're monogamous and living together and well I guess living together isn't even that traditional. It's really fucking not bro. And when I talk about traditional I don't want people to get misconstrued in me thinking that that's like that there is a right relationship. I'm talking about kind of like what society viewed as the relationship like a few decades ago Mm -hmm. which even you know back then was between like a man and wife sort of situation and thankfully we've made a lot of progress (laughs) throughout the years on that sort of like ideal um but I I haven't always been in a traditional relationship so I guess my question to you is (laughs) I'm like nervous are you hit me um did you always know that monogamy was for you oh a hundred percent yeah I I don't think that I could have multiple partners and I definitely couldn't have my partner have multiple partners um I just don't, I don't know. Like, I I don't know that it even, I think when I was younger, it was like massively like an insecurity. But now at this time, it's just like, I just don't have the time. (laughs) I don't have like the emotional energy to do that. Like, and I guess that I do feel like, you know, like having watched my parents while I was growing up, they were just like really 
like so for each other kind of thing and so that was what I grew up like looking at and to me I feel like that's what I want in a partner like one person that you're investing everything into um as well as yourself obviously um but interestingly enough I was listening to this podcast um that was there was two actually there might have there might have been three um indigenous women out of the states and they were talking about how um monogamy is like more of a western idea like and it's not actually like it wasn't that common like however long ago um and how they were talking about like you know different people filling different needs and um that like your your soul might connect with somebody um intellectually in one way and then you know romantically in another way to someone else kind of thing so Mm -hmm. there's like all these people filling these different pockets and I could see that um but I just still feel like I would have such a hard time with that but what about you no I didn't always know that monogamy was for me oh really no um the, the way that I feel about monogamy is that it's a choice yeah. Okay. This, these are my opinions. I'm just going to lay that out there. I don't know that they're right <laughs> or wrong, but this is like for me growing up in Canada as one. Um, I think that decades ago, there was sort of this notion that monogamy was a necessity, right? Mm-hmm. Because gender roles were very much so in place. The woman stayed at home. She had the kids. She cooked. She cleaned sort of thing. And then the man went out and provided. And so the two kind of needed each other at that time. The man couldn't really, you know, have a successful like family without the woman and the woman needed their her man to provide for her and then throughout time and after the war and stuff it's like okay women are entering the workforce and then sometime later I mean (laughs) they did the second shift for a long time okay (laughs) we're busting our ass both inside and outside the home don't think we forgot (laughs) but then sometime after you know the generals kind of started to become a little bit more blurred kind of thing blurred yeah the lines became blurred and obviously man now can stay home and go to work or raise the kids or whatever like it's kind of at least where we live I feel like we're laying the groundwork for sort of like gender equality I don't think that we're like necessarily there but the footing not quite the footing (laughs) is definitely like you know there's some concrete there yeah (laughs) um and I think that with those changes I just don't know that the necessity to have a partner in general is there yeah Um, I think that's obviously also a choice but also to have that sort of monogamy in your relationship I don't know so yeah I think because I grew up in a time where this was kind of like you know, starting to become a thing. I was like, you know, like I can love my partner, but I also enjoy the company of other people. And I had been in relationships that weren't monogamous and I really enjoyed not like not long term relationships, but relationships where we knew that we weren't the only person for the other person. Yeah. yeah. And it actually didn't hurt my feelings. Um, But what's interesting is when I was in a monogamous relationship and the other person was being unfaithful. That shit wasn't cool. No, it did hurt my feelings. And and I think that that's kind of a distinction that I made was like, as long as I am in the know, I'm comfortable, we've kind of set these rules for what our relationship is going to look like, then I'm totally like fine with it. And I think that that does, for me, change from person to person. Like, absolutely right now, like the relationship that I'm in, <laughs> cold day in hell, babe. Okay. <laughs> we are monogamous. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Um, But, you know, in my earlier years and stuff like that, I was really, really happy doing what we were doing. And yeah, um, yeah, I just think that it's so interesting. And uh, reading reading about polygamy and stuff like that is is interesting to me as well. 
but more so even like people on the internet like shan booty you don't know her oh my goodness she's a fantastic i don't know most internet people to be honest oh i just love her so much um but she talks a lot about you know being in an open relationship and stuff like that i don't know if she is right now but um about it being like a, a decision between all of you and yeah. everyone needs to be a hundred percent truthful about their feelings and stuff like that and i truly believe that that can work i think that if if you're being honest in your feelings i think it, it'll work but if one person is holding back or trying to make Appease someone else yeah make it seem like they're okay with something when they're not that's kind of where it can get like iffy yeah yeah but I just I do think that it's so interesting that the the only option really like say in my grandma's time was that's what you did you like found a man you got married you had kids yeah and now you know that wouldn't even to me I'm like that's so like putting me in a box yeah I feel like I'm so much more dichotomous than that I'm like (laughs) (laughs) I like to like you know I at this point in my life that's kind of what I want I want to like you know settle down eventually have a family but when I was growing like I was pretty freaking you know I was showing all of my options yeah (laughs) oh yeah I was thinking about this the other day when we were doing the teen mom podcast um it's interesting how much like we like harp on this idea of like teen moms being a bad thing but like even in like even in our parents generation but definitely our grandparents generation they were all fucking having kids like as a teenager like they were getting Mm -hmm. married and having kids as a teenager and stuff like that and it wasn't uncommon at all so it's interesting that in such a short amount of time that's shifted to be something that's like so frowned upon and people Mm -hmm. are like "Ooh, that's fucked up yeah Um, but I do feel like as a woman um I, I I feel like there are like a lot of like pressures like when we talk about gender equality and stuff like that and sort of like the role in a relationship so to speak um you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of pressure because you're not supposed to have kids too young, but you're not supposed to have kids too old. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to like, you know, it's like you have kind of all of these things that you're supposed to be and not supposed to be and whatever. And it's like you have such a short amount of time to actually be like an adult, like exploring what you like and what you want and stuff like that. So like, I think that for you, you know, taking that time to explore that, I think that is positive because, you know, you're not going to go into your like future relationships feeling like well what if like mm, you know like kind mm-hmm. of like questioning it and so for me like I feel like I never really questioned that but if you did then I could see why you would want to like explore that yeah okay here's a question for you okay what if your current partner came to you and asked for an open relationship what would you do what would your reaction be um I think initially I would be hurt for sure uh just because we kind of s- did we set out the I, I know what kind of guy he is yeah you know what I mean um did we agree to that is he been running around <laughs> but there's kind of like you know the the guidelines have been set so I think that if he had mentioned this at the beginning we could have like talked about it but I, I do believe that at this point in my life like I want a monogamous relationship so I'm unsure if I would be able to um like comfortably you know, and honestly be in a a multiple partner relationship, um, in an open relationship. But yeah, I think initially I would be hurt. And then I would hope that I would ask questions to see if this is really something that is his true self or if there's something in the relationship that he's missing that maybe I could provide. Provide. Yeah. Because I really don't think that there's anything wrong with coming to your partner and saying like, hey, I love you, but this is something that 
you know, I feel like is missing in our relationship. And as long as it doesn't go against your belief system yeah. and you're willing, you know, why not, why not try to please your partner in that way? Um, and I think that that is where I, I would immediately think that it's coming from is that there, he, there's something he's not getting from me. And mm-hmm. it, it, is it possible for me to fill that void? Yeah. Basically. But yeah, I don't know. I think, I think for me, it was the fact like when I was kind of more in like, you know, casual relationships and stuff like that. I think it was that there was just an understanding. Yeah. And we were both like honest and, you know, like fine with it. Um, And I think just like you said at the beginning, like there's some people who stimulate your mind. There's some people who stimulate your body. Like it's just there's so many different facets of us and our our minds and stuff like that. And I think that it is okay as long as, like I've said, as long as you're being open and honest about it for for having multiple people fill those like different voids in your life. Um, But yeah, as long, you know, I think that there's like a real, a, a real opportunity for people to get hurt if they're not being truthful about it yeah well and if those boundaries weren't like set by the couple kind of thing yeah exactly yeah I don't know like I I think that um I I think I would like have a hard time staying with my partner if he like asked me for an open relationship like I don't think I could even like not only would it like hurt me and I would be like absolutely not but also like I just don't think that I could continue to stay with that person knowing that that was like you know like a want or a need for them kind of thing um and when you talk about you know like this kind of idea of like different people filling different like things and you asking questions to a partner or whatever um I think for me what I view like a monogamous relationship as is like growth together Mm -hmm. and so I guess that I like the idea of long term obviously no one's ever going to be perfect and like there's there's always going to be something that like you know you you are going to be more likely to talk to your friend about this thing or call this person for this thing or whatever like there's always going to be like those like voids and stuff like that but I think that you know coming to understand what's important to your partner and then being able to grow into that together that I would personally find more fulfilling rather than being like well you don't fill that void so I'm gonna like go to somebody else for it Mm -hmm. and I just think that it's like I, I almost feel like it's like you're either like on one side or the other because I can't imagine I just can't imagine swaying on it basically yeah it's like it's so it's so yeah I don't know yeah I think from like the little experience I have with kind of casual relationships I should call them because I've never been in a long-term open relationship so I can't speak on behalf um but it just doesn't feel like oh I'm gonna go and get it from someone else it's that I love this this you so much and I don't want to lose it but I also don't want to change you as a person and you're okay with this and I'm okay with this but in a long-term relationship could you see that working for you the same way not at this point in my life but I really can't I, I just don't know because there's a lot of things that I thought growing up that like wouldn't work for me like I like that I would because I, I feel like I was pretty traditional, like, as a kid. Like, I wanted, like, the white picket fence sort of, like, Boy Meets World situation. Yeah. Um, and then I definitely deviated from that vision. Just hard left. Hard, hard left. Yeah, like a freaking 90 degree, what's that angle? Right angle. <laughs> right angle turn. Um, and so I think that it would be hard for me to say. I think that right now, no, I, I don't think that that would be a thing that is, like, t- being truthful to myself. But I don't know. If somebody had posed that to me when I was growing... Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, how do you feel, just going back to gender roles and stuff like that, how do you feel about gender roles in a relationship? Like, do you still, for your own self, because obviously, like, we're all very accepting and happy with what people want to do with their own lives, but mm-hmm. in your scenario, like, do you kind of, like, ab- abide by, like, traditional gender roles or not really? Girl, you know I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I like... Yeah, I'm finna be in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing is like, I'm so grateful that people like women, especially before me fought so that I have the rights that I do. I I don't want to make that seem any type of way. Um, But I really do like cooking for my partner. I like doing their laundry. I like doing these sort of like my my love language is like acts of service Mm. and to me that's like a way that I can show my partner that I love them like cooking them dinner and like cleaning the bathroom and like stuff like that which is traditionally seen I guess as like the woman's job in traditional gender roles but I don't want to freaking change my own tires you know what I mean (laughs) like I don't want to take out the garbage necessarily I don't want to do like the gross stuff and and to me just because that was maybe like I don't even know if taking out the garbage was traditionally a man's job but like do you know what I mean like the stuff that is like more seen as the traditional masculine jobs just because that is the case doesn't mean that I want to do it so I I really do get pleasure out of I guess the traditional gender roles and um but but I am absolutely thankful that I have the option and I mean I go to work I'm a you know I'm a businesswoman yeah and I'm a happy businesswoman but yeah I would say I would say I subscribe to that a little like would you drop everything to like be like a stay-at-home mom kind of thing like is that like a does that look like attractive to you or do you want to like be balanced between a few other things? Uh, I think that if I dropped everything, I would be like a stay at home, like mom vlogger. Mm. Like I think that I, I think that I will always want to create my own financial security. Yeah. Um, I started working at the age of 12. (laughs) Uh, so I'm, I've always had my own money and I've never, I had to think about that for a second. No, I've never lived off of a man's money. Like I, I've, I'm always like happy to like pay for everything or like pay my own shit or like whatever. Like I don't really like that sort of the gender roles. Yeah. Like you pay for dinner today, I'll pay for dinner tomorrow sort of thing. Like it all equals out in the wash. Um, so I can't ever imagine <clears throat> not having my own income source because then that begs the question like, okay, every time that I take the kids out for dinner, like do I have to ask permission Oh, like what if I want to buy another like lush bubble bar? Do I have to ask permission? Like I don't. <laughs> These are very specific things. Well, because I'm th- like, this is actually something that like <laughs> people in my family have had to do because they were at home taking care of the kids. So it's like, I, that's why it's like so specific, <laughs> but it's like, I don't ever want that to be my reality. I want to have my own financial freedom and security. So I, taking care of my kids that are not born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I'm so sure that's clear not engaged don't have kids <laughs> yeah because it's hard to say like I think that I'll really enjoy being a mom and I think that I'm gonna like just be so obsessed with my kids so I think that I would love to stay at home with my kids and like raise them full. like I had babysitters and stuff like that and it was it was really hard like just always being not always I love you, mom. But like being, because <laughs> she, she was a hardworking mom. Um, but like it, it is hard, like being away from home and like maybe the other kids are bullying you and then somebody else is like dictating how your kid is like living their days and stuff My like that. My babysitter locked me in the basement to scare me. Yeah. See what I mean? I would lose my shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my parents fired her after that. I would hope so. We had some fucking weird babysitters, <laughs> man. Anyways, that's for so, another day. So I think that I would 
I would prefer to be my like children's sole caretaker, mm. but I would not be willing to be the only one that gets up in the middle of the night. You have to change the diapers as well. You know what I mean? Like this whole notion of like, that's your job. Yeah. You know, it's like, mm-mm. It took two to tango here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm happy to take care of the kids while you're out working. Just like, you know, the, the parents, the this is like, um, uh, what's that when you're like making a blanket statement? Making a blanket statement. <laughs> generalizing? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. This, so this is generalizing. But I've heard men in relationships with kids <clears throat> say this often. They say, I have to babysit the kids. I would, <laughs> hmm, I'd consider castration at that point. Like, I would be so, yeah. That is just not a, that's not a phrase that's okay with me because you don't babysit your own kids, okay? You're, you're being a father. Yeah. <laughs> to your own children. It's pretty, pretty cut and dry. Yeah. And for me, that would be like just so disrespectful and like unloving. That's how that would land with me. Yeah. Um. So that's not something that I would accept. Like, oh, I took care of the kids. It's like, exactly the bars on the floor yeah like that you're <laughs> don't trip over it <laughs> yeah um so yeah definitely not in that way but hell yeah I'd be happy like freaking being a mom but also making bank yeah that's the thing like I'm all about that monogamy but like gender roles I just I just can't do her like basically anything that's like a typical like gender role for women I just am not about it man at at all like you don't like doing Matt's laundry or or like cooking or cleaning the bathroom no okay <laughs> no I, I I guess that like and, and I will say like I don't I wouldn't say my love language is acts of service so mm-hmm. that's probably like a part of that as well oh for sure um but yeah I I guess that I just don't um I don't know like I I don't feel like that here's the thing I feel like based on traditional gender roles and I'm going to be generalizing as well I do feel like women work much much harder when that's like what's expected of them it's like especially nowadays it's like a lot of women are just working as well and then they're also expected to be this like super mom that's like at home constantly with the kids Mm -hmm. like always looking after them whatever even if they are working then you you get home and you like watch them and you whatever kind of thing and like the dad's just like accepted like expected to like kick his feet up and obviously there are like plenty of great dads out there and piece of shit moms and whatever yeah um but when I think about like the idea of like pregnancy and having a family and stuff like that it 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 will be as down the middle as it possibly can be Mm -hmm. like I I just I don't think that that's I don't think it's good for the kid Mm -mm. to only see to only be like punished by one parent and you know like only have fun with the other one Mm -hmm. um and like or to not see the other parent that often and stuff like that like I want it to be like we're in this together we're doing this together Mm -hmm. this isn't just only my child yes I birthed it from my loins (laughs) because you couldn't (laughs) but um I just don't I don't know like I, I I wouldn't be okay being expected to like step into that role entirely because I I do still very much like I like I'm excited at the premise of like being a mom eventually and stuff and having a family um and I'm sure that like it'll be really fulfilling having children as well um but I I I don't picture a lifestyle I I can't picture any lifestyle for me where I'm just a mom and like I'm not pursuing work and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so 
with that in mind, it's like I just wouldn't be comfortable feeling like that part of my life was taking a back seat because like I was expected to be like the sole kind of caretaker. Um, and like, you know, like if Matt wasn't willing to step in in that way, I would be upset by that because it's like, so why do, why, why do my dreams get put on the back burner right. <laughs> to raise our kid? But you still get to, you know, run your businesses and do whatever you want. And it, I just, I don't know, man. And, and I agree with you about, like, financial um, freedom, independence. Yeah, mm. because, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that I just, I, I, I would have a hard time with that as well. Like, any kind of situation where I would have to, like, ask permission for something. Mm-hmm. And I think it's different where, you know, you're making like a big purchase oh, of course like yeah and you you're wanting to have a, like a discussion with your partner but like having to ask them for like small minimal things would really bother me a lot yeah I can't remember who said it but they said anything over a thousand is like where you yeah like run it by your partner sort of thing yeah and and I want to go back and just say like I don't I don't think that there's like a right version of a relationship oh no of course not yeah like I don't think that like you should be doing your husband's laundry. Like, absolutely not. That's something that makes me feel good. Like, I do it because it makes me feel good um, to do something for somebody. But yeah, like, other people are so different. Some people like quality time and and just whatever it might be. Um, And also, (laughs) I want to make it clear, I think with, like, being a mommy vlogger, because I feel like someone was going to say something, I don't actually think I would put my kids in the videos. Yeah. Because I just, I don't think that they have... (laughs) They, they haven't consented to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the kind of mommy vlogger I would be is like showing how I do things for my kids or like how I yeah. organize, how I clean, like that kind of thing. Like there's this one YouTuber that I watch and she calls her <clears throat> kids toddler and tiny baby. Oh. <laughs> like she doesn't ever like say their names. She's just like my toddler or my tiny baby. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kind of cool because like I do feel like um and this is like no shade to like anyone that like posts their kid online. No, that's no, like your prerogative, not. obviously. Yeah. Um but yeah, I feel similarly and I think that um just branching off into a different direction for a second here. I think that I would have a hard time showing my kids online and talking about even honestly talking about the experience of like being a mom eventually I think would be really hard for me because I would have a hard time with the unsolicited advice Mm -hmm. and criticism and stuff like that in that area Mm -hmm. because like it's one thing to be criticized for like my makeup or something I see on the podcast or whatever um but like being criticized for something that's like that's my that's my life that's Mm -hmm. like my real life you know I think I would have a really really hard time with that and I just again the unsolicited advice I really can't yeah I watched this mom actually this is just turning into like a <clears throat> what I watch on YouTube yeah um but she doesn't show her kids online either and she's like a, a super I mean she might on Instagram and stuff like that and I feel like pictures for me for some reason like resonate differently than like showing them on a video but um yeah she doesn't show her kids online in video and uh she's just like a super like organized like innovative kind of like thinker. innovative oh I love it yeah remember when I was really obsessed with innovative all those like mom those pantry things and I was yeah. like telling you about the way that she does snacks damn that chick is so fly like I just I could only aspire to be <laughs> half the mom that she is but I think that that's kind of like what would fulfill me and when you're talking about like having to give up your dreams I think that I am a person who like my my dreams would be like my kids Mm -hmm. at that point like I'm so invested in my hypothetical children (laughs) and like they're not even here yet no (laughs) 
and I'm willing to put it all on the line. I am. Like, I'm like, okay, I want to be financially set up so that they can go into whatever sport that they might want to try. If they're musically inclined instead, we can put them into lessons. We can have it in the house, that sort of thing. Like, I think that I would really... Don't get me wrong, I think it's going to be exhausting. I'm not trying to say that like it's all freaking rainbows and butterflies, but I think that I would get a lot of satisfaction out of watching them like grow and like kind of turn into their own people. Like Holly said, the teen, the teen mom we had on with their own thoughts and feelings. And <laughs> oh, I just I can't wait, but um, I can wait, <laughs> but I also can't wait, you know? So I think that that kind of like would be my dream and like making videos about it and stuff like that and content about it would feel like I was following my dream because it's like my passion for my kids and or kid if I'm only able to have one um, is like then intertwining with work if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. I think that I just um, I don't know and maybe I'll feel so differently because my mom's like such a like like she's a mom. Oh yeah. Like that's like. (laughs) everything yeah um and so I'm sure that I'll feel really similarly but I just I can't see I don't know I just can't see that part of me like turning off Mm. um and because like I wouldn't I would have a hard time like doing the like mommy vlogger thing like that would be well it's just not your personality no and like I yeah like I want to have like an innovative snack system for my kids (laughs) but like I don't want to hear people's (laughs) fucking opinions about it (laughs) yeah like, you should not be giving them those fruit leathers because blah, blah, blah. Like, I would, oh, my God. I just can't even fucking imagine, truly. Yeah. Um, what uh, What else can I say about that? Dude, I hate fruit leathers, P.S. Really? Oh, my goodness. They're the worst snack. Those oh, in the box of raisins. Oh, I like, the, I like raisins, too, man. Oh, my gosh. Your kids. Sun, they can little, come to little Auntie's. Sun, sun, right, sun, sun made? No. They can come to Auntie's for the good snacks. Like what? Like goldfish. Clod hoppers back in the day. I'm oh gonna send them back home. Are so fucking send good, them back man. home all sugared up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just a quick moment to thank today's sponsor, which is BetterHelp. If you guys haven't heard of BetterHelp, and I just feel like you haven't been listening to the podcast. I don't know what to say. But they are professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp assesses your needs and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. Their service is available worldwide. And you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available if you need it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, so you can visit betterhelp.com approachable. That's better H-E-L-P, and join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Approachable listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash approachable. Thanks so much, BetterHelp. Okay, so talking kind of about having like financial independence and stuff like that, I'm interested to know because you are in fact married. I am, yeah. Okay. Legally bound. Yeah. (laughs) By that (laughs) rang. Um... How do you feel about the sharing of assets then? Like things like joint bank accounts. You've obviously mm. bought a house together and stuff. But we like, did buy a house together, yeah. That sort of thing. Um, 
Yeah, my this is something that I actually I was like very um, I, I felt very like sure of this while I was growing up that I would have like a joint bank account and that everything would be together and whatever because again that's how my parents did it um, and so that was just what made sense to me but actually in recent years since I got married changed my mind um, <laughs> but like in recent years I think because I do have my own financial independence and stuff like that it, it's really fucking hard to imagine just like putting everything in one pile now mm-hmm. um, and more so because I, I think that like you know when you talk about like gender roles being like more of like a necessity kind of thing back in the day um and like monogamy being more of a necessity i think that things like that like joint bank accounts that was more of a necessity Mm -hmm. um but now i just don't feel like it's as common and as necessary and so for me like i i like the idea of a joint bank account but not every single thing going in there um Mostly because I feel like that for for us, like my relationship, I feel like that would create a problem where there is none. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like we want to be able to like save for the things that we want together and stuff like that, obviously. But I think that like if we had one joint bank account and I saw all the shit that Matt spends money on, <laughs> I don't think I would be chill with it, to be quite honest. And vice versa. Like right. I'm sure he'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? $300 on throw pillows? <laughs> Suddenly the throw pillows would become an issue (laughs) and I'm not fucking cool with that. I want my throw pillow empire to remain untouched. (laughs) I'm like, I just think I would have a really hard time. Like I would have a hard time with his purchases, but then I would also have a hard time with him questioning my purchases. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of like how I, how I view that because I, I don't know, man, I just don't think, and, and obviously like, again, like it is like, a privilege to be able to to do that because a lot of people it is a necessity to just be able to share finances and stuff um but what do you think about that and I also have a follow-up question that is what do you think about um like when you split finances based on income income based yeah I got feelings um (laughs) okay so I always knew that I would not have a joint bank account you're not cool with it. No. Um, and I think that, again, that probably stems from my parents being divorced. I They got divorced, like, when I was, like, one or something like that. I can't remember. Well, separated because they didn't and get divorced. And it shook you to 16. your core. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Long story short. Yeah. I just, for me, same thing. I, I don't want to ever have to ask permission. I don't want to question um, if I'm going to get in trouble for spending what I do feel is, like, my own money. Um, and obviously I'm not married. I don't have kids, but in a perfect world, this is kind of what I envision. And I had asked some advice from some married friends of mine. Um, and what they did was they got a joint credit card, Mm. um, and then groceries. And I think anything to do with the kid, uh, they put on the credit card. And then at the end of the month, they looked at the statement and they paid it off half and half. And to me, that makes sense. I don't know. I, I like that because it's like, you have to eat and I've always hated the whole like these are my groceries those are your groceries like <sighs> I, I had a couple roommates like that that were like this is like my butter and I'm like oh man like I don't care I'll buy the butter then like I just <laughs> this is exhausting slowly you end up buying the entire like grocery list because you're just like ah fuck it yeah and I just can't imagine like with my partner it's like oh my god. do people do that with partners though yes really yes I absolutely like I heard that would be the worst yeah, it's just too much for me, like personally. Yeah. I just like, I would rather us kind of like figure out how to split it fairly. Um, 
Which is also hard because sometimes then you get into a fight and they're like, well, you're shopping for the most expensive brand. And it's like, okay, well, the other brand tastes like shit. So, so it's just a fact. Maybe babe. you should go grocery shopping, babe. Um, <laughs> I'm not, that's not my, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I like that idea. And I also like the idea of a joint savings account. <clears throat> whether that be um, for kids college, for family vacations, for a home if we don't own one, for the mortgage, like whatever. Savings not for the mortgage, maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Like we have a separate bank account that is joint, but that isn't like all of the money that each of us have. Because I also kind of think about like, presents and shit like that it's like well then do you have to go and like about christmas well yeah (laughs) like what if you want to surprise your significant other and then you're going to the atm to take out cash and then it's like well why did you take out five hundred dollars you know what i mean it's like i don't know i think that you're dealing drugs babe (laughs) (laughs) i guess you could each have like your own credit cards and stuff but i don't know i like the idea of having um yeah my own bank account and then separate accounts for like the household family stuff that we share yeah and then income based uh, I don't know I think that the right answer if there is a right answer is to be okay with income based um but I just don't know that I am to be quite honest like it bothers me because so often when you try to go income based and I do have experience with it it's it doesn't it doesn't lend in every aspect okay so what I mean by that is like say you say okay we're gonna go income based then say I'm the one who makes a, a higher income. So now I'm paying more for rent and more for the electricity and more for internet and everything like that. But then when we're going out for dinners, am I still picking up the tab for dinner? Am I still picking up the tab to go to the movies? And and oftentimes I don't feel like it translates that way because if you're going income-based, I, I truly feel that everything then should be income-based, including your meals and your, your movies. And unless it's specifically something that you're like, I'm going to treat yeah. us tonight or whatever. But I found that it quickly became very like lopsided. Mm. And so then it can create resentment, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know. I guess like it would depend on how big the gap is and like what your what your relationship looks like. I don't I think that if there's no resentment involved and you're happy doing that, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For me personally, I just don't see it being a thing because I also am okay not doing things. Like, it doesn't bother me to not do stuff because the other person can't afford to do it. Like, not going on a vacation or whatever. It doesn't bother me. I'm like, okay, well, we'll wait until we can both afford it. Yeah. But thinking that I have to pay one and a half times for a vacation that I'm going on just once, I don't know. I don't know. It just, like, maybe that's selfish of me, but I just don't like that idea. Yeah, but it makes sense because, like, I think that, um, yeah, like, I agree. Like, the boundaries would have to be very, like, clearly laid out kind of thing as to what what exactly is income-based because I think that that would be hard. Like, it would feel like you are having to, like, put so much more out kind of thing. And then also it's, like, um, you're not really getting to benefit from having, like, a higher-paying job. Mm-hmm. Like, not that – not in comparison to your partner, but, like, just in general, having a higher-paying job, like, you're not able to benefit from that and – you know put as much towards like things that you may want to do sort of thing um and I think that it would create resentment in that like you know if one of the partners went out and bought themselves like a more expensive thing like a new laptop or whatever like I I feel like the other party would be like well what the fuck Mm -hmm. like you know like I think it would be hard to not feel like 
I don't know. I just, I do think that that would cause resentment, but I'm interested to know like if that works really well for other people. Cause I could see, I see the merit in it. Like I see why that would work. Yeah. Um, but it seems like almost <clears throat> too complicated. That reminds me though of this one Reddit post and I'm curious on your thoughts on this in particular. Um, but, uh, this one person, did she have an inheritance or did she win the fucking lottery? I'm pretty sure she got an inheritance, but it was from somebody that like, I think it was like from like a distant relative or something. Anyways, there was this couple um, and this guy was posting asking if he was the asshole kind of thing um, because his girlfriend got this like inheritance out of nowhere that was like a fucking fat inheritance. Like basically she wouldn't have to work for the rest of her life. Um, so she immediately quit her job and just like now spends like all her days like just playing video games and stuff because she's like finally getting to relax and whatever. Um, and then so her partner approached her and was like, well, would it be okay then if you paid for like a higher amount of rent um and whatever else I, i'm pretty sure that he just asked her to pay for more rent um and she was like livid about it she was like you're not entitled to my money blah 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 all this kind of stuff and i feel like in that sort of scenario it's like okay so just like comparing lifestyles i think I think that that's what I would have a hard time with is like if my partner had a lifestyle of like being able to be at home basically just like you know like enjoying hobbies and stuff like that because they had this like money that they were sitting on I think I would have a hard time with that continuing to pay 50 50 down the middle but like I have to go out and like bust my ass for money kind of thing and I'm struggling to pay that rent um because that's what he was talking about as well is that he was like my job like I it it meets our needs but that's about it like it doesn't exceed it it's not like I have tons of spending money or anything like that so you know for her an additional like $500 being paid to rent is not going to be like that notice coming out of millions of dollars but for him having an additional $500 that would make like a huge difference in his lifestyle and like his ability to you know do things for himself and invest in hobbies as well but what's your opinion on that I completely disagree I knew you would no go ahead that's not his money (laughs) (laughs) um here's the thing I think if that woman inherited that money and was like babe I inherited this money and I just think like to give you a load off like I'm going to take over some of the rent like so that you only have to pay this much and like you can enjoy yourself a little bit more. Absolutely. That's her prerogative like you know whatever you want to do but I just I really just don't think that anyone is entitled to what you have if you don't want them to be like that's you know regardless of how you got that money if it's an inheritance or you won the lottery or whatever that is still your money yeah unless it's in your marriage because like do you then have to split it I don't know don't know hard to say I think that you can like make up the rules in your marriage as you see fit correct I mean yeah I think so I don't I don't know what the legal situation is (laughs) I I have yet to encounter that yeah (laughs) have yet to win the lottery yeah um yeah no I just think that like (laughs) this is going to maybe sound some type of way and I might be the unpopular opinion on this but it seems to me like this guy sees that his girlfriend inherited money wishes that he could and then decided that that she like he, that he was then entitled to somehow have less responsibility because she now has more money. Yes, she has more money and she gets to do whatever she wants. That was the luck of the draw yeah. sort of thing. And I've been with partners who um, have a lot of money, like a lot of money. And I my cell phone was shut off. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't pay my phone bill and stuff like that. And just personally, it was never... For me, I I could never have imagined being like, 
you know, you make more than me and I'm barely struggling to keep my cell phone on. Like, you know, it would $60 is nothing to you. Like, do you yeah. mind? And he would like, that's the thing. This guy that I was with that, that was quite, quite well off. Um, he would buy like, like $500 bottles of wine and share them with me. But like, that doesn't mean that I'm entitled to his money to pay my bills. It's like, that's yeah. a gift that he wanted to share with me, not yeah. pay my bills. <laughs> sort of well, and I think being that like you, like, you just stated basically like you you wouldn't be the kind of person to do that if the roles were reversed no I think that that's probably what plays into that a lot the one thing I will say I don't know how I feel about it to be honest but the one thing I will say is like I recall that they had been in a relationship for like four years and so I think that that's where things would change for me a little bit because like if I was with my partner for four years like obviously like this is long term we're probably like if we're planning to stay together long term I I feel like I would want to like do that for my partner and I wouldn't be that upset about them asking that um but if it was like we'd been together for six months and I came into this money and then suddenly you wanted me to like whatever I think I would have a harder time with it I'm more concerned with the fact that this woman inherited millions of dollars and hasn't decided to invest in real estate I mean we don't know that for sure because <laughs> I think okay let's just play like you know make believe for a second I think that maybe if I'm if I inherited millions of dollars I would probably purchase a house in my name and then allow my, allow. You will be permitted to live here. <laughs> but that's the thing. I would just We will like, split the groceries 50-50. <laughs> but it would be my house if I sold it. It was all my money, that sort of thing. But then you can just move in and live there sort of thing like that you know you don't have to pay rent or anything like that like we can, I got you babe <laughs> we can live in this house together but at the end of the day it's still my money it's still yeah. my house I, I would obviously like we would live there together so it's our house but if anything happened to the relationship then like, it's fucking I, my house <laughs> yeah. because at the end of the day like you I don't know what's but, mine is yours but not completely <laughs> but I don't know if I believe in like what's mine is yours uh, I don't know like I little things yeah but like but it's interesting to me because like this is this is what I find so interesting because it's not like you aren't a generous person yeah I'm I, I feel like I'm quite generous yeah, yeah like you you are willing to dole it out so it's, so that's what I think is so funny about it because you're like it's my money <laughs> and it's mine and I'm I, they're not entitled to it and <laughs> blah 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 but it's like but I feel like you probably would be like that's cool babe <laughs> I got rent like like I feel like you would do all of those things but is it more so like the expectation yes it's absolutely the expectation because yeah I would say like I definitely love giving gifts uh, a lot and I like taking people on vacation if I can afford to. Bala. <laughs> yeah, like even like up to Whistler or something like that, like yeah. treating people. Um, but I, I think that the difference is like that's me wanting to. Yeah. It's like it's on my terms. I'm like, yeah, like let's do this. But when you come to me and you're like, I think I deserve yeah for you to pay my rent <laughs> that See, feels different to me than okay, me being yeah. like I'm gonna like I'm able to right now I'm gonna take over rent yeah it just feels different I think that if they came to me saying that they feel like entitled to and that they deserve that I think I would take fucking some real beef with that yeah um but I think it would be different I think for me this is where I'm gonna land on this okay after all this time <laughs> I feel like if my partner came to me and was like you know like 
this is the situation. I'm really struggling to pay rent. You know that. You know where we were at financially before this happened. And like, I would really appreciate if we were able to like split something in a different way or whatever. Or if you were able to take over in some, like if it was something where like we were having an actual discussion about it and they were being like, you know, mature, not just like, well, I deserve it because I'm here. Mm-hmm. I think it would be different for me because I guess that I just do feel like that. To me, I'm like that. That's what like a partnership is as well. Is like, you know, you stick by each other through the ebbs and the flows and like you know like if I was to suddenly lose my job I would hope that my partner would be like it's fine we'll like, figure it out we'll figure it out yeah. you know what I mean or like if I came into some like massive amount of debt and I was like really really struggling I would hope that my partner would do that and vice versa like I would want to do that for my partner and be able to like lift them up in those moments so I think that that's where I land on that one but I I see the if they came to me being like I deserve this I'd be like no, you don't. <laughs> you deserve a fucking boot out the door. Well, that's the thing. I think that like, I think that that says a lot about her that she didn't like want to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I don't think that she has to, but if you love somebody, you want them to be as comfortable and have as much time with you and like all that kind of stuff as possible. And so I think that it just says maybe, I don't know, something about their relationship, something about her. Don't know. Don't know her. Didn't read the post. But this is like what I'm <laughs> like kind of thinking because. I like how we've built out this whole landscape for her though. <laughs> yeah. And we don't even know her. But yeah, I think that like that would be my thing. If I won like millions of dollars, I'd be like, yeah, let's buy a house. I'll buy a house. Don't let's, worry about let's it. Let's meet. I will. <laughs> yeah. You'll be allowed to live there. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, yeah. It's hard to say. <laughs> That's where I land on that. That's fair. Yeah. If it's my choice, I'm good with it. Yeah. I think that's a good way to, you know, move forward in relationships. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was really a lot about relationships. I think it was more so about, like, money. <laughs> yeah, we went down, like, a different path there. Yeah, I was expecting to talk more about, like, open relationships. But I, I don't, I mean, I can't really talk more about it when I haven't really been in a long-term one. But Yeah. I mean, we just went where the wind blew us, you know? And that's all we can do. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching slash listening if you're only listening or if you're watching and listening. We appreciate you. We do. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Just a quick moment to thank today's sponsor, which is BetterHelp. If you guys haven't heard of BetterHelp, then I just feel like you haven't been listening to the podcast. I don't know what to say.